is what I have instead of coffee. Welcome to Box Press Radio. I'm Dan. And I'm Zach. And we're going to talk about the Pokemans. Yay, Pokemans. Pictures of them only. There will be no fighting. You know what? That's actually a funny way to start this, because I had to describe Pokemon Snap to somebody <laughs> that doesn't really play video games, but did grow up with Pokemon. And they just could not wrap their head around the concept of Pokemon Snap. How? It's like the most simple thing in the world. It's like, have you seen like nature photography where they take pictures of like lions and shit? Yeah. No, like, I think it's just because the concept's so stupid. Yeah, it's about as like basic as it gets. I was just like, you, you just take take pictures of Pokemon. They're like, you mean like like Pokemon Go? Like you walk around? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's it's on the Switch. You just you, you just you just take pictures of Pokemon. And they're like, do they are they just standing still or like how? Why? And I was like, no, you're you're on like a track, and you just turn around and you like take pictures of them. And they're like, do they? I mean, like, are you battling with the Pokemon? Like, I don't understand. Like, no, it's a photography game. And she's just like, I don't understand how you make a game out of photography. And I'm like, I don't really know how to explain this to you any better. <laughs> like, I, I feel like you'd be more well served by a video at this point or playing it. <laughs> Pretty much, right. Because, yeah, like, honestly, though, it's more of a puzzle solving game than it is a it is, photography yeah. game. Because, like, we've talked about before, like, the real key here isn't taking pictures because like it doesn't follow any of the actual rules of photography. It's more about like getting a photo that fits their requirements and like interacting with the Pokemon and the world in order to get those pictures. I mean, to be fair, I feel like that is a lot of, of how to be fair. (laughs) I, I feel like that's a lot of how photography actually works, though. Yeah, because like, because like, if you're if photo. you're just taking if you're just taking pictures to take pictures, like the laws of photography there are a lot different than say like like when we were going to school. If we did photography, everybody could look at it and be like, "Oh, that's a beautiful photo. I like that." And then you have some dick teacher that's just like, "Well, I don't like the composition, and this isn't exactly where it should be," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Okay, well, I would make the picture suck, and this picture's great. Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, like like anything out there, something can be good, and then somebody can always pick apart details and put other requirements on top of something to make it not good anymore. Be yeah. like. You could give someone an incredible BLT, like the best BLT they've ever had in their life. And then they'd be like, oh, but I actually wanted it on rye bread. So this sucks. You'd be like, well, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I I legit think that I've heard people do stuff like, well, I want like a BLT. And then they get a BLT and they're like, well, I don't like this because there's like. I didn't want tomato. (laughs) I I don't like this because there's bacon in it. And they're like, yeah. It's like, well, I'm a vegan. Okay. Well, why did you order a BLT? It's like, well, I wanted a BLT without bacon. It's like, okay, well, you know. But the B in BLT stands for bacon, correct? Like, <laughs> oh Jesus! I I thought it meant a big lettuce and tomato sandwich. I think people don't just think, like it's just abbreviated BLT, and they don't even think about it. They're just like, yeah, that's the name of this, you know, lettuce and tomato sandwich that I want. I just or, don't want or the bacon. A PB and J. 
Like, I, I just wanted peanut butter. And it's like, okay, but the J. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so Pokemon Snap. Um, we both, well, you've gotten through the entire game now, haven't you? Um, I haven't done the very final encounter, but I've opened all of the areas and done all the day and night. I am almost there. I I hit a by, point. By the way, were... we we should mention there's going to be hella spoilers. Hella spoilers. If you have not played the game and you want to play the game without being spoiled, do that before you listen. Yeah, that that's, that'd be a good disclaimer. It's a relatively Sorry, new game. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I feel like no, we need to, to preface this. Well, no, and that's perfect because uh, like one of the first things I'm going to say here is the fact that like I finally did get to a point in the game. Like it was pretty easy to figure out how to progress in the game. Yeah. Um, you know, you're right. You get to like level two on everything and stuff just kind of unlocks pretty naturally. Yep. Um, and then I finally did get to a point in the game where I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to unlock more shit. Was it at the seafloor? Yes. Yeah. So I, I watched a bunch of streamers that all got to that point and they were just like, okay, I'm taking pictures of stuff and I don't know what to do. And like yeah. it's telling me to find the thing, but I don't see the thing anywhere. And see, mine didn't even tell me to find anything. It was just like I was just unlock. I think I was unlocking stuff in kind of a weird way. So I was like unlocking multiple stages at the same time and shit. Yeah. Um, I, I did and that so a it's like times. I was like, all right, like I got kind of like the day and night of like everything. Why am I not unlocking anything new? And I'm looking online, and it's like, well, you have to get all the Illumina Pokemon. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was a requirement, but I like I have a few of them. It's like, oh, you need four, and I only had three. So I'm looking at the fourth one, and it's like, oh, go to this one level that I don't even think has a day and night. It just has one track. Yeah. And like, look for the specific thing and throw a thing at this thing at a specific time, and then watch it go to this place, which takes fucking forever, and then turn... And I guess your thing will magically go that way, even though it doesn't really do that in any other fucking level. And then magically you've unlocked the last part of this. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that was well, kind of my least favorite thing in the game is they they totally just changed everything and never told you that they were even doing that. Yeah. On top of never telling you how it works in the first place. So you like you finally figure it out. They're like, nah, it's not that anymore. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I don't think it's that big of a problem. I think it's more well, what they jarring. really what they really needed to do. What they needed to do it the exact same way they did it in the original N64 version. And I don't know why they didn't. And I think they could just update and fix the whole fucking thing pretty easily. Because in the original Pokemon Snap, you get to the end of, I think it's the power plant level. And you see an electrode and you have to do something to it. And it's not really that hard to figure out what to do. It's pretty obvious because it's right smack in the middle of your fucking way. Yeah. So you just try a couple of things and then all of a sudden you get like a quick cutscene where it unlocks a new level. Right. Because you did that. And like, I feel like if they went that route, it wouldn't have been so bad, but this level looks exactly the same as almost every other level. And it happens right in the fucking beginning. And it, it takes a while. It's there's like a million things in your way, so you wouldn't even know to target that one specific Pokemon. And like, there's no real cutscene. You just kind of have to know that you're supposed to take a picture of this thing, and then your cart will just start drifting to the side. Like you're right, it's jarring. Like, 
Give me a cutscene. Give me an indicator. Give me literally any hint. Yeah, they, they could have the used their, their fucking radio to tell me, hey, it looks like you did something there. <laughs> like, it, it's yeah, very just, just like, point it out. like the game spends an unnecessary amount of time just dialoguing over completely pointless bullshit and characters I don't care about. And then doesn't even have a single voice line about the shit that's actually important. Well, and the worst part about the dialogue, and I've said this before, I think the dialogue is my least favorite part of this game. And first of all, who is the fucking dialogue for? Who? Seriously. I, I'll tell you right now, as an adult, it's just fucking annoying. Okay? As like a as like a preteen teenager, I can tell you right now, I would have just skipped through all of it anyway. I mean, I practically skipped through most of it now. And as a child, I probably wouldn't have even been able to read half of it. Yeah, so my, like, my seriously, who just, the fuck is this for? My kid fell off of the game after like two match or two like rounds because he's like, I don't really care what the guy's saying about my pictures. I just want to go and take the pictures. Yeah. Like, he didn't care what they were saying or who the characters were. The game goes out of its way to stop you from playing it, and I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, and, like, again, the menu system is really frustrating when you're trying to, like, go between a couple of places because you can't just, like, hit the retry button and pick a different stage. You have to, like, go all the way back and go through the whole thing again. Yeah. And it's like, can you just just give me a list, like, like the first game? Just be like the first game. How did you wait 20 years and make some of this worse? Well, and not only that, they made it like really, really tedious to just go through the menus to where everything has a fucking loading screen and it doesn't load that fast. I mean, the loading screens aren't arduous, but they they definitely are kind of, they're kind of breaking. For sure. like if you're if you're going from like level one back to town, going to level two, it's probably like a solid two minutes of loading screens and clicking through menus. And it honestly takes as long as playing a level to get to the next level. Especially like, depending on what the level is. Yeah, and, like, I'm not going to complain about, like, grading your photos or whatever, because that's, like, as much a part of the game as, like, taking the photos is, arguably. Though I wish that didn't take so fucking long, too. Yeah, and they they make you button press through things, and if you push the button too many times, it'll skip through things. Yeah. And it's like, no, just, just go fast to begin with, so I don't have to push the button, like, 70 times. Well, and here's the other thing I was saying about the dialogue was that um, the farther you get into the game, you kind of feel like, all right, I know the basics. I've run through the tutorial, so maybe there'll be less dialogue. And they add more dialogue. Yeah. So like in the very beginning, they're talking to you, and then you're like, oh, I finished a thing, and now I unlocked a thing, so I have to go back for the obligatory pointless cutscene and some dialogue before I can go to the next part, yada, yada, yada. And then it starts getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, you have that, and then as soon as you click on a thing to open up the map to go to another level, they start fucking talking to you some goddamn more. And then you actually have to click it again. And then when you go onto the map screen and collect a, uh, go to a map, then they have to stop you so they can talk to you some fucking more. And I'm like, dude, just let me play the fucking level. 
I don't yeah. need Todd from the original game to pop up in his own separate dialogue to tell me he thinks I should go to the place I was already fucking going to. I don't care. Shut up. Yeah, it, it's a little bit just... There's a lot of tedious kind of finicky bullshit in the game. And it's like you, you could have just cut all that out and just let us take the pictures and get them graded and jump into another level. Um, but for whatever reason, they they tried to add like a bunch of unnecessary story into this and try to do like character building for characters that don't actually have any impact on the game. Yeah, and also I don't remember them. It was really easy to remember the original because you had professor oak who i was already acquainted with and then you had todd who was in the fucking anime who i was already acquainted with and i'm like okay cool this is great like i've got the characters let's move on and you don't really need any more world building you're just like professor oak's on this island for no fucking reason and he wants this kid to like ride around and take photos. And luckily, that's all this kid does. End of character development. Fantastic. Yeah. In this game, it's like your character is discovering new things, and you're, and there's this other little kid, and they're doing like a day camp. I don't know summer camp research thing for Professor Mirror, which is the stupidest fucking name. Um, and then they have to introduce the character from the first game who. Carries a camera, but I guess can't be bothered to take any goddamn pictures. And then he's got like a little fucking assistant. I don't really know what he is or does. I just assume that he's like a living mop or something. I don't know what the fuck his point was. Yeah, like he, the only time he ever did anything is like occasionally when you'd take a particularly bad photo, apparently he would pop up and say, I wish I had taken that photo. Yeah. But they haven't seen those because you have to pick up the photos before you show them. And then Professor Mir is like, oh, but we're going to watch from the screen in the lab. And it's like, okay, well, then why don't we get screen grabs of the Pokemon? And I don't need to take these fucking pictures, do I? That does raise some questions. Like, you you could propped up some GoPros. Yeah. I don't know. I guess in the first game, I didn't worry about it too much. Because they didn't really play on the technology, right? Like, okay, you had this magical flying ship thing that went through basically teleportation gates, but I guess they they focused on it so level, uh, so little that you never really thought about it, right? And then most of your tools were like, here's a flute, a camera, an apple, and like a ball that when you hit stuff with it explodes into noxious gas. I'm like, this is all pretty low tech shit. I'm feeling it. And in this game, they're like, we made special balls full of glowy stuff that came from special plants that are only on this island that we can synthesize items out of in like a split of a fucking second. If you take a picture of them, I guess that makes fucking sense. And now you literally condense into space and teleport around places for some fucking reason. They can see everything that you're doing. Why wouldn't you just take some goddamn video? Like you've already, I mean, you're literally, you have like a mobile phone video capability that also plays music. I, I, I don't, why exactly am I taking photos again? Like, so the other issue that I kind of have is like, you kind of mentioned this, but like how complicated they made the, like the extra systems, like the Aluma balls or whatever they're called. 
And yeah. then yeah, you don't just get them. You have to like unlock them for every area that you're in. Yeah, and then you can play music from your phone or your vehicle. I'm not sure which one. I don't remember. I think it's your phone thing though. I think it's your phone that you play it from. Actually, it might be your camera. I don't remember, but I I think it is I think the camera. Your camera is your phone. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're Either using way. like a literal camera phone. Yeah, yeah, because they like add an attachment to your phone that's like the camera. I think. Anyway, something like that. Like it's kind of frustrating. Like, what happened to the pester balls? Do those just not work anymore? And like, that's basically what the apples are. They kind of made them dual purpose, which I appreciate. But and then you play the music. But like, you could have let me just use the polka flute, which is still in the games. Like, it it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why did you complicate this further? You could have just used the existing items from the game. Well, I didn't really understand the point of the Illumina Orb balls or whatever, because just assume they were the Pester Balls, right? Like, the Apples kind of really just did the same thing they did in original Pokemon. Like, some Pokemon get a little agitated by it. Others go and eat it. Fantastic. You're literally hitting something on the head with a hard-ass Apple. Like, I get it. Um, But the Pester Balls were supposed to, like, knock them back and shit. Mm-hmm. And um and really irritate them and get them to turn around and look at you and stuff like that. And in this game, it seems like they do a completely different thing to every different Pokemon. And not just like every different. Like there might be a light part here and a light part later on in the level, and the pester ball thing does uh two completely different things to that one, depending on what time of day you're there, what level you're on, and at what point you hit them. And I'm like it, Well, and not only this that, is really too complicated. Some of them aren't annoyed by being beamed in the face with apples. Yes, yeah, some but, of them are fine with it. Some of them it make bother, more But it'll bother them when you scan them. So it's not even consistent. Like Yeah, none really, of the items are consistent. Like I'm basically just mashing every button and system on every Pokemon that I want to get a picture of. Yep. Because it's not even like like you mentioned, it there can be, you know, a Charmander here and one, you know, a hundred meters down the track and they're going to react totally differently. And I have no idea what thing is going to do it. So almost every fucking picture I take, they're glowing from the Illuma, Illuma balls or whatever they're called. Because I'm like, Oh, let's try that out and see if they bought, if that bothers them or makes them do something fancy. So even if it doesn't do anything, they're fucking all glowing. (laughs) Like in every picture I take. Well, and it was a little frustrating. I gotta say, I was not a fan of the Illumina Pokemon thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, the first big one that you do, it just kind of walks next to you. And I'm yeah. like, well, this is fucking easy. Like, sh- sure, I don't really know what the point of this was. Like, why did you give me a track with, like, one Pokemon in it? And then, like, the secret is, there's a second one. And I'm yeah. like, cool, I guess. And then in the later ones, it becomes real frustrating. Like the, Vol- the Volcano, whatever it took, the hell it was. It took me a little while. I, I did the Volcano one, and I got back to review my photos, and I couldn't select a single photo. And I'm like, right. they're rated like one through four stars. Like, I got good pictures, but it just won't let me choose them. Right. I'm like, why? And I'm like, I hit them with the ball and everything. Like, I, I actually did what you were supposed to do. I, it just didn't work. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, maybe I didn't do it the right way the first time, or maybe it's actually coded so that you have to fail. I'm not sure. No, I figured it out, 
which was basically like, it, it's just like, well, throw one of these at it and it'll make the flames go away. Well, like I hit it with one of them and it didn't make the fucking flames go away. Right. And then I hit it with like another one and it didn't make the fucking flames go away. And then it disappeared and then it came back. And apparently every time it disappears, it completely resets. Yep. So the trick is you have to hit the motherfucker like three goddamn times. Mm-hmm. And then the fire goes away for a little while so you can take a picture before it resets, which is only made even more aggravating because it's constantly hiding behind shit. And it's not like you have any control over the fucking cart. And then on top of that, you throw the ball so like such a fucking pussy that by the time it finally hits or gets to where the thing is, it flies away. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, well, this is just beyond frustrating. Like, like, can I just shoot the fucking thing and take a picture of its body, please? Yeah, and then it's got two of these motherfuckers in here. Like, I'm going to spend the time trying to get the flames out on both of them and take a bit. Fuck, it, fuck off. I'm not doing and, that. That's, and that's not fun. That's actually the most frustrating thing to me is it's not even a matter of, like, go through and get your pictures. You, you got to fill out your album, so you need one through four star photos. But you can only pick one yeah. per round. So you have to go through the whole fucking thing that takes as long or longer than a normal uh, route taking one picture, essentially. And it's like, Jesus, this is so tedious and boring. Like, I haven't done those more than once other than the volcano one because I had to do it twice to get a photo to stick um, because it's just so fucking boring. And they, yeah. so it's they not finally fun. Do, those stages are longer than everything else. Yeah, and you move so slow comparatively to like a regular stage, I think, or maybe it's just because it's so long. No, um, it definitely like you zip through uh, the stages, and then you get to the boss stages, and it's like you can barely move forward. Yeah, so that's one of the other things that I think was just a a really poor design decision in Pokemon Snap is they give you the ability to speed up your cart eventually on the last fucking island. Um, Yeah, I think I just unlocked it, but I haven't used it yet. So, and they tell you, hey, you can slow down by turning around, which I feel like is crucial information they should have told you before. But I tested it, and I don't think it actually slows you down at all. Or if it does, it's so minimal that it doesn't matter. Um, because I was like, oh, I, I want more time to take a picture of this thing. Let me turn around and I'll take the pictures from the backside of the, the thing. But the problem is I, I just, it, it was like, I hadn't turned around. It just kept going at the same speed. And then I just got a weird angle and it wasn't good anyway. So I was like, I don't think this helps. And then I was like, oh, let me go back and do the first Island with uh the speed up thing and see if i can like get to like the um emolga faster and get a better picture but it 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 doesn't matter because the queue doesn't trigger until the time anyway so they basically waited until the very end to give you the speed up thing on the very last island and the only use that i've found for that is that they give you two sections on that island where there's just nothing to do. There's nothing to take a picture of. Like you're in a little tunnel and there's no Pokemon there. It's not like a tunnel. It's like there's like there's snowy like ridges on both sides of you and there's nothing to take a picture of and a hill in front of you. 
So the only use for that thing is to like get through that part where there's nothing to do a little bit quicker, I guess. Like I, they, they didn't actually have to add that. I don't think because you don't really use it. And maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe I'm, I'm totally mistaken and I just haven't found the right way to use it. But again, it's another one of those things where they don't really tell you how things work at all. Um, yeah. And I, I kind of, I'm waiting to see what the end's going to be like, because so far the only frustrating thing I really encountered in the original game was Mew. Mm-hmm. And like you expected it to be kind of frustrating, but at the same time, it was kind of fun. It was kind of about reflexes. Like you could figure out what you needed to do pretty quickly. And then there was actually fucking doing it. Yeah. Um, and so far half like all the Illumina stages besides the first one have been fucking frustrating. So I can only just imagine how not fun the last part is going to be. And that's probably not how your game should go. Yeah. I, I feel like they just kind of like expect you to play through the whole game a second time, like new game plus, but without the actual like new game part of that. And like, I think they're just giving you the speed up mechanic so that you can speed through to the end of a level after you get the one or two photos of Pokemon you, you want to fill out your photo decks or whatever you're trying to do. Um, I, I don't think it really is intended to change the way that you interact with the world or take pictures other than like, hey, I took the photo of the first Pokemon I encountered on this island. Now I'm going to hold down the bumper all the way to the end of the level. Um because the other thing is like if you're trying to like just quickly do something I don't want to take photos of other pokemon because I don't want to sit through him grading those photos cuz they're already fine. Like I got a you know, I got my platinum or silver star, you know, 1 2 3 4 star photo for this pokemon. I don't need any more photos of that pokemon ever again. <laughs> ever. Yeah. I'm done with you. You can cease to exist for all I care. Um, but it, it's it's just kind of weird. Like, and I get it. Like, it's not like this super in-depth game or anything. Um, but it's just like, well, why didn't you give me this at the beginning of the game? Like, why wait until the final island? It, it, if it's not going to break your game, you know, or make it unenjoyable, why wouldn't you just give that to me? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this... The new Pokemon Snap is definitely a good game, um, but I, I just I really feel like we waited a really long time for what could have right off the bat been better. Yeah, and honestly, it kind of made me just really want a remaster of the original Pokemon Snap, because I think I had more fun just playing that game. Well, and I think that's the problem. Pokemon Snap won felt a more like just fun and the absolute worst part of that game was honestly just the fact that you know it was short yeah i mean i i frequently sit down and play that game about once a year i would say at least and i'll play through the whole goddamn game in like an hour and a half not like not trying to go through it quickly yeah mostly because i just know what to do right but like the first time I played it, I think I only played it for like a day and had done everything. Yeah, it 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 was just criminally short for how fun it was. As to where 
This game seems a lot less fun. This game seems a lot more tedious and a lot less fun. So for lack of a better term, I'm going to say the first Pokemon Snap had a a quick snappy feel to the controls too. Like it felt like you were moving your camera around really quick. And yeah. like it wasn't really hindered by the N64 controller, which is a fucking achievement. Um, whereas this game, even with the controls turned up super fast, which is hard to deal with because there's a lot of like precision aiming for a fucking photography game. Um, it, it feels sluggish. Everything about it, like turning the camera. I, I feel like I'm like turning a boat or like a truck or something, just ever so slowly rotating around. And like, I've gotten used to using the snap, like turn 180 degree thing. Yeah. But when you're trying to like adjust the frame to get like a whole Pokemon in frame or something like that is really difficult and you kind of have to like line up your shots when you know where something's going to be ahead of time. Well, the other thing that I've noticed and it is a real annoying pain in the ass is that like it gives you guidelines, right? Right in the center of the screen of like, this is what should be inside the camera. And it's a fucking lie. Oh, a hundred percent. Cause I will line shit up and make sure the entire thing is in frame and center and then when it shows you a little preview of the picture, it looks like I'm trying to take a close-up picture of its stomach. And I'm like, well, this was not even remotely what I... Yeah, I, I've like, gotten oh. pictures where something is like fairly far away and I don't zoom in. And it's in the dead center of the frame on the screen. And like you said, it'll be like a, a photo of its nose. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's not even what's on the screen right now. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not that close. Um. It definitely feels like it's it's using a different lens than what it's actually showing you on the screen. Yeah. Um, which I'm, 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 I'm hoping there's some good updates for this game because it needs some. I'm going to be honest. I don't think we're getting an update for this game ever. I think this was a everybody wants this and we're going to let this group of like three people throw this game together in a year. And I don't think we'll ever see an update. And at best, we might see Pokemon new Pokemon Snap 2 in like four years on the new Nintendo console at some point. I hope I Yeah, remember. I don't know. We'll see. I I, I know we'll, we I mean we're probably gonna get at least one or two uh updates to the game, whether or not they'll actually fix anything or it'll just be simple like bug, bug patches. Well, sure. Know. They might, they might do a bug fix or two, but I don't think we're going to get like adjustments to the way anything works as far as like speeds or like camera usage or anything. I think if there's any updates, it'll just be like, Oh, Hey, we fixed a bug. Like I definitely had bugs. Like I, I ran into one several times and a lot, a lot were on the uh, ocean floor level. Um, where Pokemon would just be missing. Like I would go through the level one time and like, for example, a Whalmer would be like yelling at a, uh, Octillery. Yeah. And then like the next, like several times I went through the level, the Whalmer is still there yelling at the Octillery, but the Octillery is not even in the level anymore. Like he's just I mean invisible. I had a few bugs where, like, stuff just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, where, like, it, you know, there'd be some tentacle where, like, I would 
play music and hit it with stuff and like yeah it just kind of floats just, there it just floats there and it doesn't do anything and i'm looking online it's like well you're supposed to do this i'm like well i definitely keep doing that and it definitely doesn't fucking care yeah i i ran into a couple of times where i could see a pokemon like i forget the name of it it's the snake thing that like Arbok? pops out of the bush no um that pops out of the bush i don't know I can't remember the name, but it's a purple. I realize Arbok is also purple. Like, why are all the snakes in this game purple? Yeah, it's a viper. That's what it is. It, like, it pops out of the bush at you. If you, like, I I think you have to throw a ball at it or an aluminum orb. um, And it, like, pops out so you can get a picture of it. And, like, I could see it in the bush. And it's, it was just bugging out. Like, it was just, like, shaking like convulsing back there, but it never actually like moved forward. So like the animation just bugged out and I was like, well, that's stupid. So I took a picture and it actually was like a four star silver photo and it's not there, but the game thought it was. Yeah. (laughs) I've had a few problems with that too, where like I very clearly uh, took a picture of a Pokemon and it gets put in the, like you took a picture of nothing special category. Yeah, And I'm like, okay. And then other pictures where I literally would just take a picture of like a rock and it's like, nice Caterpie. And I'm like, is that even in this level? Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely had a few photos too where it didn't select the right Pokemon. So like I'd take a picture that was like a full frame of like uh, Pidgeot or um, what was the other one? Um, the cow thing. I, yeah. I forget its name. Bullfango, I think is what it is. Um, take a picture of that, and it'd be like, this is a one-star photo of a uh, the fire bunny. Because it's like off in the background somewhere, and maybe my cursor went over it at some point. Right. And it decided that's what I was taking the picture of. And it's like, man, that, that could be a really easy adjustment to where you just tag every Pokemon in the photo and let me decide which one I want you to grade. Um, like that, that's a pretty easy way to fix that problem. Um, because like, it's real finicky about like what, where you have your cursor when you take the photo more so than what's actually in the frame. Yeah. You could get something that's like almost full frame, but if, it's slightly off angled and you're actually pointing at something way in the background. Guess what you just took a picture of. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've gotten pictures of stuff where like you could see like an antenna of a Pokemon above a giant Pokemon in front of it. And they'd be like, that's a terrible photo. Why'd you take that? And it's like, (laughs) why are you so stupid? Go fuck yourself. Why are you so stupid? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Like, and again, these like, there's not that many bugs. But for a Pokemon game, it feels pretty buggy. Yeah, which is why I think we're at least getting some patches. Just what that's actually going to lead to, I don't know. I hope we do. I'm not Um, expecting it. I mean, I'm still waiting to see how the next two games are going to go. And I'm guessing we're not getting another mainline title this year. Which I guess I'm just spoiled because I feel like we get a new mainline title like once a year. Um. But I guess some of those years are filled with remakes. Like, the the Diamond and Pearl remakes look neat. I didn't ever really give a fuck about the, the Diamond and Pearl games. 
I never played them, so I, I'll probably try them out. Like, I still need to go back and play the other games, too. So, so I've played a little bit of Platinum. Um, I mean, I think I played all of Platinum, but I, I ran through it pretty quick, and then I didn't really pick the game up again after that. But I remember it being good. I, I'm one of the people that really just fucking hated... No, wait, maybe it was the Diamond... No, I think I just like Platinum. I don't know what the difference was, but I remember going back, because I own Pearl, and I tried to play it. And I think Pearl might be the worst Pokemon game that there is. Mm. Yeah. No, I easily... Yeah, that's the I one. Know there's, yeah. I know there's one where people generally regard it as, like, the bad one. I don't know, because I feel like every time there's a remake, there's a whole bunch of these people going like, this is the best one, this is the one I grew up with. And I'm like, alright, fine. Like, you grew up with that one, sure. But I think Diamond and Pearl is the one where you have, like, uh, Wally, or whatever the fuck it is, as your rival. Yeah. Who might be the biggest pansy in the entire Pokemon universe, which is saying a lot. Mm. Um. And he just is not fun, and I thought the story was really retarded. But I do remember a lot of the level design and the Pokemon being pretty decent, so... What are the, uh, I forget the, is it the Skulls in the newer games? The or Skulls? Something like that? The, the antagonist? Um, oh, well, uh, no, Team Skull is from, uh... I think that's the the one that's like Sun and Moon. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't remember. Well, whichever one of those, I I really can't stand them. Like Team Rocket is kind of dumb, but like they're just like on a whole nother level of fucking stupidity that I can't deal with. I actually look. I think people think Team Rocket is really dumb because the anime, but like. Team Rocket in the original games may have been the greatest Pokemon villain to date. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying, is they're way better than what we have now. Yeah, and I think the the big deal with it is essentially just, like, they were, they're just a mafia. Mm-hmm. Like, they were nothing special. Like, later on, you're like, I'm going to remake the world, and you're like, I'm a fucking 2,000-year-old time-traveling immortal that is fired off a super weapon, and now I feel bad because I created two realities, but I did it all for my dead flower Pokemon. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? At least Giovanni (laughs) was just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going to make a ton of money off of stealing Pokemon and cloning shit. I'm like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, he's like running the Pokemon black market. <laughs> He's making super Pokemon because fuck yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Everything about this dude's motivation, I get. <laughs> it makes yeah. sense. Like I, I could see like Team Rocket being the ones that are and I think this was a fucking storyline, but like selling Ditto transformed into other like expensive Pokemon, you know, as like uh like counterfeit Pokemon sales. Yeah. Like I'm going to sell you this like million dollar Pokemon that's ultra rare and impossible to get. But oops, it was just a ditto that I have five billion of over here in this cage. Walt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That made sense. And even in Gold and Silver, I feel like they actually gave Giovanni some depth. 
uh, especially when they remade the game and actually included him in it so you could understand what the depth was because it was stupid fucking vague in the first game. But well, um, And they even, like, it's a dumb anime thing or, like, a dumb cartoon thing. But I, I like that, like, the Team Rocket, like, flunkies have Meowth. And yeah. then Giovanni has the Persian. Well, not just Meowth, but they also typically have uh, Grimer. And, uh, uh, well, yes, Grimer as well, but also... Um, coughing. Coughing and, uh, and Ekans and shit. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah, I, I just like that Like the boss had the evolved version of their base type Pokemon. But it was kind yes. of funny because like, Meowth could fucking talk. <laughs> He's like sentient. Whereas like, you know... Giovanni just kind of had a big cat. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I liked that stuff. Um, and I, I actually kind of was hoping that Snap would have done something where it's like, get a photo of like Team Rocket stealing a Pokemon or like trying to trap one or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that would be dope. Um, that would have been way cooler than like, you know, to take you to the next area. Like you capture a photo of them like running away with the stolen Pokemon to the volcano or something. Um, that would have been way cooler than, you know, oops, I accidentally took a photo of this cave and now I discovered a new area. Like at one point I took a photo of a Pokemon in the second water level. And it turns out I took a photo of the undersea version and it tagged it as like, oh, you took a photo of the news area. And then that unlocked it for me. Yeah. So, like, I think there's multiple ways occasionally, but not always. I started taking pictures just because I figured out, like, oh, you can take a picture of, like, these ruins or something. And then I guess, like, the next time we went through it, it was like, this is a different track. And I'm like, how did you get here? And my friend that was playing it was like, she's she's just like, I don't fucking know. Like, it's just different now for some reason. I'm like, great. We liked a new area, and we weren't even sure that we did that and didn't know what we did. So, Well, and also I think... um, one of the ways to do that too, where you, if you don't take a photo of something, I think it automatically will unlock that new track. If you level up a zone to a certain level, cause like I hit level three on one of the early levels and it finally let me go a way that I hadn't figured out how to get to. Like I never took the photo of the, the thing to unlock it. And I think it said, fuck it. You've tried enough. We're, we're just going to let you go. Cause you're, obviously a dumb kid that just keeps playing this over and over. So we're going to let you keep going, I guess. Um, and I'd be curious to know if you like, just keep leveling up. Does it just push you forward eventually? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cause it seems like it does, but I, I didn't test it because it took a long time to get to level three without unlocking that track. Like I, I think is... I filled out like a full photo decks for that area. So, um, this is a little random and a little back to what we were talking about a minute ago. Um, I'm, I'm looking up what the different villainous teams were for the Pokemon games. Um, cause we already talked about team rocket and then I, I remembered what the one immediately after that was. I also never really liked, uh, what is it? Ruby and Sapphire. Were those the GBA games? Yeah, uh, Ruby and I think Sapphire. So, yeah. I didn't play them, but I think that's what that was. Those are the two dumbest goddamn ideas for a villainous teams I think I've ever heard of. 
I mean, some of them down here might be a little bit worse. I don't know. But, like, their whole thing was, like, one side is just, like, I'm going to awaken this Pokemon and piss it off. And everyone's <laughs> like, why? That'll just that'll just set the entire world on fire. And they're just like, yeah, fire. We're I'm mad like, about it. Okay. And then the other team is like, we want to stop those people. And I'm like, oh, you're good guys. And they're like, no, we want to drown everybody. I'm like, all right. Well, honestly, I should just let you two kill each other because you <laughs> both are fucking retarded. Like. <laughs> Surrounded by idiots. <laughs> and then you got... Let's see, after that, you've got Team Galactic. Those are the ones that are going to be in the remakes coming up. Um, where their special thing is everybody has a bowl cut, and I'm not lying, that's an actual thing. Um, and they want to create, they want to awaken two other Pokemon so they can decimate all of reality and recreate it somehow. I mean, that's a goal. I, I guess... Like, hey, you know what would be a great idea? Let's all look like the Beatles and then fucking, I guess, destroy reality. I don't know I, how you plan I'm not on gonna surviving lie. it or what you can do, but... I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit entertained by the idea of Larry Curley and Moe destroying the world. <laughs> that is kind of what it looks like, too. <laughs> like, when I think of bowl cuts, that, I think of that and Dumb and Dumber. You're like Harry and Harry and Lloyd are over here fucking yeah. fighting with them who gets to destroy the planet. Well, that's who you're fighting in the remake game, so have fun doing that in high definition. (laughs) (laughs) I I think, if we're honest about this, the people are maybe, as usual, the worst part of that world. Well, then you get um, Team Plasma from Black and White. And I actually really liked Black and White, and I loved their villains, because some of them look like ninjas, and other look like modern knights. And that is actually a pretty dope concept. Yeah, I don't remember hating them, because Black and White is the only other game I've played, like, any significant amount of, um, aside from the original games. Yeah, Black and White is what brought me back to the series, because, I mean, I was busy... But, like, Ruby and Sapphire look stupid, and Diamond and Pearl look stupid, and I didn't give a shit. And Black and White legitimately looked pretty fucking awesome, and it didn't disappoint. It was such a good fucking game. Yeah. Um, let's see, what was what were they? They were trying to separate humanity from Pokemon. I don't really... I, I don't really know what the overall objective... I was never really clear what the overall objective was. And honestly, I don't think any of the villains really were either, because they all just seemed kind of confused. And the main antagonist kind of just followed you around the whole game and tried to be your friend. But also, you also knew he was the bad guy. So that was kind of confusing. And then they made a sequel, which was a first for the series, which went into a long story about how the real bad guy was that dude's dad, who was just kind of a dick, and everybody wanted him to shut up. Which is still not the dumbest storyline in the Pokemon series yet, so. You know, I I really wish they would go a little bit harder on, um, like, specific, like, smaller stories. Like, the whole idea of, like, working in within a specific region where the boss is, like, the gym leader for the game. And, like, many bosses are, like, the people that you have to fight to get to the one main boss. Um, which I realize is really similar. But if you could go way more in-depth in a specific, like, zone, 
and spend more time like actually training your Pokemon and like developing skills versus just like amassing a huge amount of Pokemon. I think that would be really cool too. Yeah, I feel like Pokemon right now has kind of an identity crisis on what the in between is supposed to be. Because the formula's there, right? It's generally like fight the gyms, and they tried to fuck with that a little bit, but I don't think Sun and Moon was that good of a game. Didn't, didn't really change that much for most of them, like what you were actually doing. Yeah, it, it was more or less you go from here to here, and then they realized, like, okay, well, we have to throw a Team Rocket style, like, side story into a lot of these games, which honestly felt. I hated it in most games because I feel like whenever I play a Pokemon game, my immediate objective is like, cool, I'm going to get Pokemon, I'm going to train them, I'm going to fight all the gyms, and I'm going to go to the Elite Four. And they're like, here's some people that are going to make you spend five hours doing something else entirely because they exist. And I'm like, great. And I I didn't really mind the stuff where it's like the uh, Ghost Tower and like the SSAN um and stuff like that where it's like this one zone where you're gonna have to do a bunch of fights and it's kind of like a gauntlet sort of thing yeah and they've had trouble bringing that back like they have the ghost tower the ghost tower was a little weird the ghost tower it was a nice change because you did that was kind of part of the team rocket storyline right like you kind of needed it to go there and once you finally unlocked it you're like oh shit i can finally go to that place so that was kind of neat but the ssn in particular was literally like you finally got through the first area and Mount Moon, and when you're like you know eight, and you finally did that for the first time, yeah, that feels like a lot. And well, like, so you finally go up through the bridge and you're ready to fight Misty and all this other shit, and the dude's like, you know what, man, you're doing a great fucking job. You know what I'm gonna do for you? I'm gonna give you a ticket to go to the super secret Pokemon party off on the side area. So you can just go, like, relax and train and, like, meet some people and get some free items. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thank you. A reward. Well, that and feels like the, great. The first time you, like, go down in the cave, I think, is it Mountain? It's not Mountain Moon. I think that's the first one. But when you go into the cave and you get the fossil and you get to pick between the... That's Mountain Moon. Okay, yeah. yeah. When you get to pick between the Almanite and the Kabutops or Kabuto. Yep. Um, Helix fossil. Yeah. Like... You know, I was always a, an Ammonite person, but, like, it was really cool that they gave you a choice, and, like, it felt like a really big deal the first time you do that. Um, and then and you've then, always got the, like, what do I turn Eevee into, and do you want Hitmonchan or Hitmonlee? Right, and then the whole thing with, um, like, the first time you go to the Savari Zone, and that whole mini game of, like, oh, I've only got this much time or whatever, like, this many steps... Um, and you get to catch all these Pokemon that you haven't seen yet. You know, that's like kind of a really cool thing. It was um, cool, but I got to say the Safari Zone is, that is probably the most anxiety-inducing thing in the entire Pokemon series to date. You know, it is now, but like as a kid, it was just oh, like Oh, as a this... kid, I hated it. See, I loved it. It was like a fun little mini game for like me and my friends. We'd be like, you know, comparing who could catch what the quickest and like you know, who was able to catch the most while they were in there and that sort of thing. No, I think it was more of a like, okay, so I really need this fucking Magmar. Um, and it rarely ever shows up. There's like a 1% chance. And then when it does, literally anything could make it run away. And you're like, it's all down to luck. 
what I throw in what order to actually get this motherfucking thing to stay in a goddamn ball because I need a motherfucking Magmar. Yeah. Um, there was some shit, like, that game made you feel like there was some shit on the line. As we're like, now the games are mostly just like, run around here, it's 1%, but like, you know, then you can just trap it because Pokemon Battle or like, in the new games, just, you know, come here tomorrow at night and maybe it'll rain and then you can catch it. And I'm like, okay, it's just being in the right place. Yeah. Um, but you don't ever, you, you never really felt like there was pressure to try and catch anything until, you know, except for a safari zone. Safari like, zone really put that fucking pressure on you. Like somehow they made the old school games like more nuanced and interesting while they got more streamlined and boring and easy, which I guess a lot of games have done that, right? Um, but like, Pokemon like never felt try- like you didn't know what to do for me. It always just felt like there was so much to do. Eventually, I needed to progress to like go do the next thing because I had just spent so much time. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they do way too much to cater to children. Mm-hmm. And I really wish they would stop because, look, if we could figure all this shit out as kids when you literally couldn't even put that much dialogue in the game because of memory restrictions, the new kids can figure it the fuck out. Yeah, we all have the internet now. Anyone that can't figure something out will talk to somebody that will tell them within seconds or they will just Google what to do, which is what most people do now. Or they'll just figure it out. Do you know how many hours I just spent doing things in Pokemon because I liked playing that game? And I just... Like, you don't need to even know how to read. Mm-hmm. The game isn't that fucking hard. Like, right. stop like, adding so much tutorial and dialogue and fucking Jesus Christ, Pokemon. If you're going to spend that much time making a goddamn story for your mainline game, like, either rip it out of the fucking game because I don't give a shit or put in a little effort because... I don't yeah. know. Like, what was the last team? Team Yell. That's the last one. Ugh. Yeah, that's the one for uh, Sword and Shield. I don't think I've even run into them yet. Uh, you're no, you you run into them like right before the first gym. Oh, okay. And literally, all it is is a bunch of goth rockers that like cheer on somebody else that isn't really even your enemy at all. Hmm. Um, chance of being one of like your only friends in the game, but all of her friends want to fight you, and they're all real bad. And they just, like, scream through kazoos or some shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what happened here? Like, <laughs> what kind of drugs are you distributing, lady? Yeah, I... Yeah, no, I I think uh, I think Pokemon Snap is is a good example of what you were talking about, where, like, I spent so much time as a kid playing it just because I enjoyed playing it. I just figured out how to do everything in that game by just doing everything constantly and spending so much time on it. Like a lot of games that I played as a kid, you can go and beat in like an hour, like 20 minutes now, like knowing how to do everything. But like as a kid, like games didn't have to be that long and like super complex. They just had to be fun to play. And I would find fun things to do in that game. Like, yeah, it it was kind of like the earliest example of like a sandbox game where you just kind of make up your own mission sort of deal. Like, I wonder how good of a photo of this I can get or like, oh, man, 
I want to go and see this thing and see if I can do something different here. Like I was just kind of making up my own challenges. Whereas now it's just like, I I know how everything works and I'm just trying to figure out the most optimal way to do something or how to do it the quickest. Um, and it's not necessarily like, I feel like I'm kind of fighting the mechanics of the game all the time versus the earlier game being so simple. I never felt like I was trying to like struggle with the controls or menus or anything. I was just focused on like playing the actual game itself. Yeah. So also, how did you feel about the uh, thing? I, I do appreciate they were finally like, Hey, you know what? You don't have to go anywhere. Why don't you just take some photos in the yard here? I, I appreciate I got that to they the, gave I, us that. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. It, it's pretty good. I, I like that they did that. So how does that work? Is it just Pokemon you've already seen, or are there just other Pokemon? No, or? there's there's new ones. There's like Meowth and some bug thing. I don't really know so what it is. It's just like, do you need to walk around? or No, it's you're on the fucking track. And like, I assume you're supposed to be walking, but it it like floats you around like you're in the vehicle. Huh. Yeah, it, it's weird, but like, I like that they finally, you see all these Pokemon in the background, they're finally like, okay, why don't you go walk around the yard and take some pictures? Because um, you can get like a way better picture of Eevee doing that than if you do the first Illuma Pokemon. Yeah, okay. I mean, so I'll, I'll try it eventually. I don't know if they're, I, I think I read that it was entirely optional, so I don't know if there's even like a point other than to just be like, you took a picture of this Pokemon that it doesn't exist anywhere else. And I'm yeah, like, all right. I, I think that is the point is like, if you want to fill out your photo decks with all 200, you got to go there. Great. And it, also, it's pretty quick. I think it's like half as long as most of the other levels. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. Not so bad, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to get to the end of this game, but like... I mean, um, I can see myself playing it. Like, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I'll probably go and, like, I'll I'll do the super nerdy thing of, like, go and get the platinum star for every single photo in the photo decks. I'm definitely going to 100% it. I guess at this point, though, there's so many things to do because it's, like, day and night of each fucking track, and then four levels of each. So for each area, there's like eight different things you could do, nine if it's got an Aluma area, and then some of those areas have multiple. It's just it's so many fucking things. Well, and not only and is it... Point, like, can I please just finally get to the very end so I can go back and start 100%ing all this crap? Well, and I'm I'm wondering... Like, if you get to, like, level four or five in a zone, if you even can, or if it maxes out at three. It maxes out at four. Okay. Like, that makes it, like, there's four different, like, there's four different levels of each zone that both have day and night. So that means there's, like, eight, you know, eight plus variations of those levels. Yep. Um, Which is really cool. The only bummer is... A lot of them do have like double up Pokemon, so I end up getting like better pictures, or like I'll get a picture of a Pokemon that's like scored higher, but I don't like the photo as much. So, like, a lot of the time I'll keep a lower ranked photo in my photo decks, um, because it's already the platinum stars. Like, I don't need a higher score, I've already achieved the score I need. 
I'll just save them to my private thing if I really care, but like I'm mostly just like whatever has the highest point I mean, thingy, I don't give a shit. That's like a rarity that I do that. But like occasionally yeah. I'll get a photo that's like super high scoring and I'm like, that's a terrible photo. Um No, I definitely have run into that several times where I'm just like I kind of want to keep the other photo because I feel like it's really good. And then the one that got like 300 extra points is fucking stupid and I can't see anything. Right. But like, that's my point is if I have one that's already like the highest, like level score, like the platinum star, I don't need a new platinum star. If I already like the one I have better. Cause like yeah. a higher score doesn't do me any good here. You know what I mean? It's like you got an a plus and Here's another A plus. It's like okay, but I already got the A plus. Thanks. I didn't need it. Yeah. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Um, I I do kind of wish they had used a different scoring system. Like they could have just done like you need four. Like give us four different grades. You know, like A B C D or something, or like you know. Make us fill out the four different photos. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But they could have just made your like your score, the stars. They could have been like, this is a one, two, three, or four star photo. Instead of like making it fucking bronze, gold, and platinum. Also, why not do bronze, gold, and silver, or bronze, silver, gold? Like, what the hell's wrong with you people? Yeah, that was really weird. Because I was like, I for the longest time, I thought that was silver. And I was like, oh, man, I got gold. That's cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, is no, there that's even not silver? Good. Is there silver and diamond or whatever? No, no. They skipped silver. Yeah, that's so it fucking makes, weird, man. It makes no fucking sense. Like, even, like, if you just, if you want to make the argument that's a J- Japanese thing, no, it's not. They also go to the Olympics, and gold is the top medal. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's bronze. Like, and if you want to. If you want to do something above that, too, like, I'm all here for that. Like, S-rank shit. Like, in Magic the Gathering, when you get above, like, gold, then you have the, the like, super rare, ultra rare, whatever the fuck they're called. And they're fucking, like, blood red, just so you know it's different than everything else. Right, or even... Not it... shiny or silver, that's not fucking helpful, like... Yeah, also, so totally off-topic here... Um, I have been trying so hard to get a fucking Gyarados to show up and I know there's a way you do it. There has to be. And I'm going to be really, I'm going to be really upset if there is not a way to get the goddamn Magikarp to turn into a Gyarados. Like if there's no Gyarados in that game, I'm going to be really, really fucking mad and quit playing that game. <laughs> Like I, I haven't figured it out yet either, but I, I keep assuming that it has to be a thing that's in like, there. I'm going to give it another solid week of trying. And like, I'm not, it's not like I'm only doing that, but like, if I don't figure it out in the next week, I'm just going to Google, like, is Gyarados in this game? I, I've been trying to, I'm trying not to reveal for myself for all the things I can still get. Cause there's still plenty of things to see in this game, but yeah, no, it's getting a little fucking frustrating at this point. Yeah, hundred like percent agree with you. Yeah, I have like a hundred and seventy of two hundred of the Pokemon, I think. Um, and I'm I've got all the areas unlocked, and I've done day and night on all of the areas. Um, 
So I'm not real sure where those missing Pokemon are, to be totally honest. Um, I'm assuming I have to, like, level some other zones up to, like, rank three and shit like that. Because I've noticed, oh, yeah. like, a few things, like like the Seviper or whatever it's called, like, that didn't show up until later. Um, but, like, some of them also, I've noticed a couple of Pokemon will only show up, like, super far away in the distance. And then at a higher level, they'll end up showing up again later, like, way closer. Um, but, like, it's way harder to get stuff to interact. Like, there'll be, like, Geodudes hanging on the wall above something, and I'm like, oh, obviously I gotta throw something at it to make it fall down and wake that thing up or something. And it's just like, okay, I'll throw, like, five apples at it, play some music, scan it, uh, throw an Illuminorb at it, and just nothing happens. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm out of ideas because I've ran out of buttons. And it's just like, maybe I... more buttons. Yeah, like, what do you want me to do? Do I have to hit it with an apple and an Illuminorb at the exact same moment? Like, how do, how do I do this? Do I have to be at the exact right frame? Is this a, a frame-perfect trick? Um... It's just, it's very unclear on how to do things. And like Nintendo's, and like Nintendo games in particular, like I realize this is Game Freaks or the Pokemon Company or whatever. Um, but like they're usually very good about like intuitive control. Like you said, you don't even need to be able to read most of the time to figure these things out. Um, but this game is just the total opposite where it's so unintuitive and just total guesswork. Just like yeah. do do this a hundred times and maybe you'll luck across it. But overall, like I I still enjoy taking the photos. I still like getting them graded, even if I really don't like the grading system. Um, and I, I like the social aspect where you can show off your photos and edit them and stuff, which I didn't even realize you could edit your photos until you posted one that you added shit to. <laughs> yeah that was a little fun i'm not gonna lie i i didn't know that was a thing until i was like almost through the game yeah i don't know i was just like i don't know it was like do you want to save them do you want to save to this album and i was like well they have to do something right because the original pokemon snap came with those dope like photo printing things in the blockbusters which they have again now by the way do they yeah there's a thing you can buy to print out photos like a Pokemon thing. Very happy about this. Yeah, and um, I think it works with Pokemon Snap too. Or Pokemon so I, uh, Go. So I, I I was like, well, let me see what else you can do if I save something to the album. So I I saved that dope picture of the Score Bunny, uh, and then was just looking around. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's basically like Instagram or Snapchat or some stupid shit. Like add some stickers and a filter, and I'm like, fucking fine. <laughs> All <laughs> okay. right. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they added that. Like, and there's a ton of content in the game. Like, it's way, way bigger than original Pokemon Snap was. Um, and I, I feel like the Pokemon they chose for the most part are pretty good, unless there's no Gyarados, and then they suck. Um, but like, I feel like there's a good mix of Pokemon, like from different generations. There is a pretty good mix, and I, that was the thing I was a little more worried about, was just because, like, okay, when they, they did the first game, there was, I'm only going to say 150 Pokemon, because, well, I guess 151. I was like, Mew was barely a thing at that point. Right. Um, and then and then you, you only had about half of those even in Pokemon Snap. 
Right. And I'm like, okay, well, now there's like fucking 900 of these motherfuckers. Yeah, I feel like they... I, I feel like they definitely picked the more iconic ones for the most part. Um, but like the fact that they threw Jinx in there was pretty cool. Well, I'm waiting to see if they throw in some of the more obscure shit. Like, are we gonna are we gonna finally get to a point where we can unlock? Because I haven't really seen any uh, mythical Pokemon yet. I don't think. I mean, Volcrana is a legendary or something. I think, but. You know, you haven't knocked an egg in and gotten, like, Moltres. Yeah, like, that's the shit that I really miss the most, is, like, those big and, moments. Like, there's got to be some of those, right? Especially now that you've got Primal Reversions, Mega Evolutions. Um, I'm surprised you've they got didn't the, do that. You've got the, I mean, and what about Ultra Beasts now? Yeah. You've got the Pokemon from other dimensions and shit. Like, I'm kind of interested to see if we're going to run into any of that. I, I don't think so. Unless they add it later, I don't think that's in there. Well, I assume that's going to be something that's rare and difficult and super late game if they add it in there. Well, so I, I'm hoping I'm, like I'm about as late game as you can get. Well, no, because you haven't fully leveled everything up yet, and you're still missing Pokemon, so you clearly haven't figured out how to activate everything yet. True. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's going to be like, you have to max out some of these levels and then do a very specific thing. And I don't think we yeah. just, I just don't think we found that yet. But I'm really hoping, because like... Yeah, on. also, I'm trying so hard to not like accidentally, like, see some shit on Twitter or on the internet of like, how things yeah. work. Which is really difficult. Um, so I've been playing a lot of the game, but like, a lot of what I'm doing is just ending up with like, a score that's like 100 or 200 points higher. For almost the same photo. Um, and like. I've I've tried messing around. With the whole like. Having Pokemon doing interesting things. In the background. But that's really difficult. Because like. Getting. Like a lot of the time. The Pokemon you're trying to take a picture of. Is in the way. So you can't like throw an apple or anything. Behind them. Um, So it's like. That's neat. But like a lot of the time. Even if I get like a really like special Pokemon in the background doing something, it'll be like, Hey, here's an extra 400 points. And it's not nearly good enough to offset having like a big version, like a full screen version of the Pokemon. I'm actually trying to take the photo of, cause it just doesn't influence the score enough. Yeah. I mean, you could get a, a photo of like, you know, 50 Bullfango fucking each other in the background and to be like, here's 20 points. You know, it's just... Uh, okay. So, for reference, it looks like there are 898 Pokemon now. Okay. And they put 200 of them in the game. And I guess that number has to get kind of weird at a certain point because there are several variations of a lot of these Pokemon. Well, yeah, there's like a bunch of different color versions of the um, butterfly thing. Yeah, you've got all you've got all the variations of of that of uh, Vervillian or whatever it is, and then like Calyrex, which you get in the Crown Tundra DLC. Like, depending on decisions you make, there's two completely different versions of him with you know one Psychic Ice and one Psychic Ghost, but it still counts as like number eight ninety eight. Um. And then you've got, like, what is it, Shaman or whatever that has two different forms, and, like, you got weird shit, like, Rotom. 
uh, Rotom has like, I don't know, like fucking a billion different extra forms because he can just be like a lawnmower or a microwave or whatever stupid shit. Yeah, also, I don't think I've come across Ditto yet. Like, I, I feel like he would have been in the game. He wouldn't be like some super secret Pokemon, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I've come across a Ditto yet. But maybe it's maybe we have to uncover it. Like maybe it's just parading around as another Pokemon. Yeah, that's possible. Um, but yeah, like I, I think there's a good mix. I think there's there's some interesting ones. But like so far, I've only seen. I think it's Machamp. Um, in multiple Machamp places. Yeah, but like it's kind of weird when they add like one evolution of a Pokemon and they don't have like the previous ones or something like there's Blastoise and there's Squirtle both in the game, but no Wartortle or at least not that I've seen yet. Yeah. And again, that's like the leveling up thing. And like some of it's a little bit awkward, too, because like you'll come across like kind of empty zones in the game where there's nothing going on. And you're like, oh, this is where the the new one is going to be on the next level. Um, yeah, I'm constantly running through places. Like, am I missing? Like, should I be doing something? Do I need the flu right now? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, and like sometimes there'll be a uh, one of the flowers, the Illuma flowers or whatever, and there's just nothing around it. Like, nothing happens when you hit it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Clearly, I need to, you know, come back here when the Pokemon fucking shows up, or like the. Uh, I forget the, it's like the beetle, the big beetle guy. Um, that'll uh, like fight with, uh, Pinscher. Pinscher at the, uh, in the first zone. When you're high level enough, I think it's like rank three. Um, you can, rank three. it's probably like a hair cross or something, I would guess. Yeah, that's what it is. Like you can, basically, when you get to rank three, you can knock a hair cross down off the wall and make a pincer pop up out of the ground and they'll fight each other. Um, but like the Heracross just isn't there, but there's like clearly a big open space where he would be. Um, and it's just like, Oh, I, I see what you did there. Like you couldn't put anything there cause you are later. Um, which I don't know how weird. I, so I don't know how I feel about the ranking up thing. Yeah. Like it takes daytime, a the daytime night and daytime nighttime thing makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the like, you can do the level three version of this, and I'm like, okay, so is it permanently just better? And they're like, nope, you can also go back and do the version one and two of this. And I'm like, this is too much. I don't, I don't fucking need this. Like, this feels a little too much, uh, like padding. I'd rather just have a really long course. And just have it, uh, have the need and desire to go through it multiple times to figure everything out. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind having, like, new Pokemon show up. Like, like if you wanted to, like, look at it from a different angle and, like, make it have more of a story continuity or something, you could say, like, oh, it's your, like, second or third trip out there. Like, you're there another day, so maybe some new ones showed up today. Um, but they could have done it that way, you know, like show up in a different season or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very awkward when they're just like, do you want to do rank one, two or three? And it's like, why does the rank have anything to do? And they're, they, they cover it up by saying like, oh, the Pokemon are more comfortable with you there now. Um, 
Yeah, well, okay, so can I just artificially be like, I'm going to make these motherfuckers uncomfortable as fuck. I guess that's so, what you're doing like, when you go backwards, right? Yeah. Like, so you well, go, once you get to rank four, you just drop your pants and walk yeah. around pantsless, and that's rank one. Like, they don't yeah. really trust you anymore. Cameraman's <laughs> taking pics with his dick out again, guys. Time <laughs> to go hide. <laughs> Got the Pokeballs out. <laughs> Like, did you drive your fucking, like, tank thing through there with the brights on? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, turn the goddamn lights out when you go through here, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, like, like I feel like we've bitched about the game a lot. But, like, it, it's, there's more to, like, talk about with the, like, downsides of the game. Because the good parts of the game are, like, it's just fun. Like there's a lot of Pokemon. There's a lot of opportunities to do things. Like like the good part of that game is it's hard to say how good the game is. Like if you liked Pokemon snap, you should like this one. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the problem with it is all the things that were terrible about the games are the things that they tried to add or change. Right. And it was the, like the original game was really stupid and it was really basic and it was really fun (laughs) and it was really fun, but like the shit that's good is the shit that's just obvious. Yeah. Like, yep. You're still riding around a track in a stage taking pictures of Pokemon. Yep. It's just as fun as it was last time. Like there really isn't much else to say that formula didn't really change all the shit that they tried to tweak some of it's kind of a pain in the ass. Well, like, and they did a really oh. good job of having the Pokemon do like really kind of fun or funny or interesting animations so yeah. that you do get like some really cool or funny or interesting pictures where they're like, they have a neat expression or, you know, they're doing something really, you know, goofy or cool in your photo. Um, you definitely can get like some really good photos. The only downside to that is like, a lot of those photos where they're like doing something really cool aren't going to like rank as high as like a really big basic picture. Yeah. I I wish they had rewarded like, and it's hard to, it's hard to grade that like from a computer point of view, I get Um, like they can kind of say like, are they doing this pose? Yes. Give them X points for this pose. And that's about as close as they can get to that. Cause like, if you get a picture of like a Pokemon, like really, really happy and like, it's a really cute photo, but it's like not perfectly framed. It's probably not going to get as good of a score as it just kind of like sitting there full frame. Um, but it's hard for them to like give you a higher grade based on like the stage of the animation you got the photo in because of all of the coding that would go into that. Yeah. So I get it, but it like, I guess that's like the one big bonus of like the whole album where you can like show off your really cool, fun photos um, versus like playing the game. So I don't know. It's the uh, open world part of that game. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, there's still plenty that I think both of us are going to play still. Yeah. Um, And we both spent a decent amount of time in that game. So yeah, I've got uh, probably. I mean, honestly, I got like I didn't spend a ton of time like stuck on anything. Like I got you know a little stuck for maybe like an hour at one point. Um, 
but like i think i probably got maybe 15 or 20 hours out of the story or like the main game um without doing extra stuff yeah, I think I'm roughly like 10 hours into the game now or something like that. Yeah, like I, I haven't like timed it or anything, but I know I've got like a solid 15 hours in the game and like I'm just at the end of the game, like just finished it up. So um, it, it's not a super, super short game. Like I'm sure if you wanted to rush through it, you could probably do it in like four or five hours or less. Um, But like I just wish they had given you all of the tools at the beginning of the game instead of, like, slowly unlocking them. Um, I don't even mind unlocking them, but, yeah, if we could have done that part a little well, I mean, bit like faster. The, I mean, like, the vehicle control thing would have been really nice to have earlier on when you're trying to unlock stuff or, like, trying to just get a picture of a flower or something. Right. Um, because, like, a lot of my time I spent in the game, like, I definitely could do it, like, much quicker but like even if i knew i only needed like one photo of something in particular or two things i would still take new pictures of every fucking pokemon basically just because what else am i going to do while i sit in this cart like you don't want to sit in your little like fucking cart and jerk off and scare away all the pokemon <laughs> so i guess i'll take pictures of them instead um but no like it's it never feels like a huge task. It, it always feels like there's something new to get a picture of. Um, even if it's a level you've done a ton of times, they do a good job of like giving you enough variety. Um, the only thing that feels really bad is when you accidentally like take the wrong path when there's a branch. So you're like, fuck now I can't get the picture of the thing I needed. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the only thing that I've felt is a little punishing is like, sometimes it's hard to get the scan like they won't give you very much time occasionally to like hold the button down and complete a scan. Sometimes where you actually have to scan is in just kind of a weird place. Yeah, and it's like oddly specific about having the thing like you have to have the crosshair in the thing or like close enough to it. So like if your cart is like fl- like falling down a waterfall or something, sometimes it's hard to like hold that button at the right angle. Um yeah. But other than that, like it, it controls okay. It's a little floaty and slow and sluggish, but it, it's not like it's hard to take pictures. It's just occasionally difficult to deal with the the framing and what's actually in the the camera like picture frame, because like you said, sometimes your photo doesn't end up looking anything like what you took the photo of. Um, but other than that, like it feels great. Like the game is super fun to play. It looks great. Like, that's another thing is, like, just the the 3D art of the Pokemon and them interacting with the world. Like, the Raichu, you know, surfing on its tail is cool. Yeah, the Raichu surfing on its tail is pretty dope. Um, Which is a little... It's also a little confusing, and I guess they've already made it confusing by making regional Pokemon. Yeah. Like... Okay, so we're used to the Pokemon that we're used to in Kanto, right? And then in, like, every other game, if those Pokemon show up, they look exactly the same. Except in this area. Now they look different specifically here. Okay, but do those Pokemon also show up all over the place, too? Or, like, are we actually near the Alolan region? Or, like, how does that work? Well, and the other kind of awkward thing is, like, the Kanto region Pokemon show up, like, all over, right? Yeah. 
because of the way the games were made, none of the other Pokemon ever show up in the Kanto region. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just kind of weird that those are everywhere, but all the other ones aren't everywhere else too. But again, that's just because they made Pokemon red and blue first. So obviously the future games Pokemon wouldn't be in that game. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they they did kind of like try to retroactively do that. And I think eventually they need to go back and do that again. Because like if you play, like for instance, when you go from Gen 1 to Gen 2, like I think you still have to beat all the gym leaders in the Gen 1 area, which is the second half of the game anyway. Oh, really? Um, I, I never played that one. I only played Gen 1 and then Black and White. You never played Gold and Silver? No. Okay. So imagine this, because it's still on Game Boy, right? We haven't gotten to Game Boy Advance yet. Yeah. Um, you basically play an entire Pokemon Red and Blue length game. Gold and Silver might have been a bit longer, actually, and there was more shit to do. And then you beat the Elite Four, and you're like, fucking yeah, I did that. And I'm assuming just like in the first game, they're going to be like, the professor wants to give you a Master Ball, and here's like a Legendary or something. And I'm like, cool, I'm ready for it. And then he's like, here's a Master Ball. Also, why don't you just, like, swim over to the right, like, five feet from the starting area? And, by the way, that's all of Kanto. And now you can run through all of the first game and fight all those gym leaders. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So then you do all of that shit. And once you do that and fight the Elite Four, then Pokemon from the Johto region start showing up in the Gen 1 area. That's pretty dumb. I didn't know Yeah. And it's easier to get some Pokemon that were harder to get earlier in the game. And then you get to go through a super secret boss battle at the very, very end after feeding the second set of Elite Four, which is Red, the player character from the first game. Ah, that's cool. And he ends up having, like... I know it changes once or twice, but he has, like, the fully evolved form of all the Pokemon from Gen 1, all the starters. Oh, wow. And then... Like Lapras, Snorlax, and like a level eighty Pikachu or some shit like that. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's honestly Gold and Silver were some of the best games, and then when they remade them, the Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah, and I actually um, own Heart Gold, but I never played it. You need to play that. That is hands down. That game rivals, if not still succeeds, um, Black and White for best Pokemon game. Because hmm. um, that game is just. Fucking amazing. And the re- the remake is just so good. It's still consistently rated as one of the best Pokemon games of all so, time. I actually fell off of Black and White pretty hard because I just, like, I didn't like any of my Pokemon. And I played, like, I want to say, like, three gyms into that game. And I was, I think I just stopped because I'm like, I hate every Pokemon that I have seen in this game that's, like, a new Pokemon. Like I didn't I think I maybe had like one Pokemon that I didn't absolutely loathe looking at. Um and I just could not deal with the shitty Pokemon. Like I'm really picky and like I generally only like the first gen Pokemon. You know, like obviously some of them I like. Um, but like if somebody was like, You gotta pick one generation and all other Pokemon are obliterated forever, like I would just be like, Well, Pokemon you know, red, blue, and yellow, all the rest of you fucking Pokemon just got annihilated. Like, I guess I'm the new bad guy. 
there are Pokemon from just about every generation that I really like. I know there's like one generation where I didn't like any of the Pokemon almost at all. And I think that was like the Ruby Sapphire one, but um or the is it Ruby Sapphire? Yeah, something like that. Um Gen one had a lot that I liked. Gen two had a few that I liked. Uh, list of Pokemon. There we go. Let's see, which one was Gen 3? I mean, you know, like Zigzagoon is kind of cool. And like Mawile. Is that the and one? Flygon. Is Mawile the one where like it the back of its head is a mouth? Yes. Yeah, I fucking hate that thing. You know, I used to hate it, and then I started using it, and it has hands down become one of my favorites. Like, I have learned to love that thing. I, I, um, I fucking hate it. I can't, and I black, can't fucking black and white head, Black and white had Scraggy, which I fucking love, too. Yeah, I never really cared for Scraggy. Like, I don't hate him, hate him, but, like, I just, I, I just didn't care. No, it's Gen 4 that I really hated. The ones that they're remaking now. Diamond and Pearl. I fucking hate pretty much all of the new Pokemon in this game. The Pokemon like, on the covers both look like fucking just the dumbest childish bullshit. Oh, it's fine because they are completely irrelevant. Because the two Pokemon, unless they put Darkrai in there, I don't know how they're going to do Darkrai because he was pretty cool. But like, once you get past the Dialga and Palkia shit, you've got the Rigigigas. Oh, Jesus. Thing. What did you just say to me? Yeah. Its name is stupid, but it's basically just a giant fucking Gundam Pokemon thing, and I love it. Um, and then you've got the, like, basically Satan. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got the Pokemon of the Underworld, Giratina. Yeah. Uh, and I'm here for that shit. So. I'm also interested to see if they're actually going to put in a storyline and throw in Arceus. Like, Arceus is, like, the lost Pokemon, because it's also, it's basically God. Hmm. And they were supposed to put it in Diamond and Pearl as part of one of those, uh, like, you go to a Pokemon event and unlock something in your game to do it. Yeah. And you would go to this, like, temple and play this specific flute, and it would send you to this other region that would allow you to fight God. And then they just decided, nah. (laughs) <laughs> so, like, he's coded into the game, and then he was never released. And, like, they released him once or twice as part of, like, one of those GameStop promos. Mm-hmm. And other than that, he's never been a legitimate character in any game. Um, okay, so and... I just realized the reason that I picked up Pokemon Black versus Pokemon White, I just remembered this by looking at this thing. I chose the Black version because I could get Beedrill. <laughs> really, Beedrill of all things. Yeah, I never was a big Butterfree fan, but I always liked Beedrill. Which is, like, I don't like Weedle. And I yeah, love he... Caterpie, but I, I don't really care for Butterfree, but I like Beedrill. Oh, you know, I 100% agree with you. Um, Caterpie's better, but then Kakuna and Beedrill look way better. But Butterfree's more useful, but that's yeah. irrelevant because they both fall off about the same point anyway. Yeah, like I didn't really use either of them that much. I just prefer the design of that one. So and here's the funny thing. I also got black originally. I mean, I have black and white one and two. I have both of them. 
Um, but when I first played, I also got black, but it's because of Houndour and Houndoom. Yeah. Like, I legitimately, I have a tattoo of Houndoom on me. That's my second favorite Pokemon, right behind Ninetales. So, I mean, fuck yeah. Any game that has Houndour and Houndoom in it, I will fucking buy that version. Now, yeah, like... one day I'm I'm waiting for them to just make a version of a game where they're just like, oh, hey, it's either Vulpix or Houndoom, or like Vulpix and Ninetales versus Houndour and Houndoom. Which game do you want? I'm like, fuck. Both. I don't know what to do here. Well, I always end up buying both versions of every game. But you, you pick one and you you play that one to death before you get the other one for like yeah. a second play. Or like you just trade with somebody. No, but I'm going to buy the other version eventually anyway. And I'll probably do a second playthrough of just about every game. But like I, I pick one to start with. Like there's no point of dropping like $120 on two games right there. Right. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> So that actually that happened to me on the on red and blue. Like I knew like my friends got Pokemon and I was like, oh well I want Pokemon. So my grandma took me to the store and she's like, Well, which one do you do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Are they the same? Like I didn't know they were at all different. You mean and for she, the for the first ones? Yeah. When the games yeah. first came out, like nobody really knew anything about it. And my grandma was buying it for me. And she's like, Well, it's like, I, I guess this is like an early Christmas present or whatever. I'll just get you both games. Cause she assumed they were two different games or it was like a one and two thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she's like, I'll just get both of them for you. So I had both and I started with blue cause I like the color blue better. So I, first of all, we, I need to, I need to stop this. We're gonna have to wrap this up here in a minute. Yeah. Same. Um, but no, like, so my story with Pokemon is like, I always had a love for video games, and my mom didn't really want me having any of them. Like, she thought it was a bad thing to be stuck in front of the TV playing a video game all day. Um, and I only ever really ended up playing anything because we had a computer, and Dad let me play around on that every now and then. Um, so when all my friends started getting Pokemon and shit, I was like, oh, I really want that, but like, I don't even have a Game Boy. And I wasn't really allowed to have a Game Boy. Well... I had a family member who gave me a Pokemon or a, a, a Game Boy and another family member that gave me Pokemon Red because it was kind of like they went in together to get it. Oh, okay. Um, and I I had like an N64 kid moment oh, where okay. I just straight up lost my goddamn shit because that is every fucking thing in the world I wanted at the time. Yep. Um. And my mom was upset, but she's like, like, I legitimately cannot take this away from him. So, like, yeah, have fun, I guess. It broke the and, curse. And unfortunately, I did exactly what my mom didn't want me to do, because they're like, all right, well, we're going to watch everyone else open their presents. And like, fuck you. Find me some double A batteries. I am done with everyone's <laughs> shit. I want to play Pokemon. Yeah. God, I, um, I walked around with like a sack of batteries as a kid. <laughs> like, I'd have oh, a backpack I, of batteries. And my... My first experience with Pokemon was the world's most frustrating shit. Because keep in mind, up to this point, I'd never played a Game Boy. I wasn't familiar with Pokemon Red and Blue at all. You know, I hadn't seen anybody play it at this point. It was still very new. Like, a lot of people still didn't even have the games yet. Um, and I, it took me about an hour and a half, and I had 
like turned my Game Boy off once and tried again later because I got so frustrated. But it took me about an hour and a half before I could leave my house. Oh, yeah. Because like I couldn't figure out that like the darker square on the floor was supposed to be like a floor mat, and that's where the door was, and I had to just walk into the wall. Like I just didn't. Yep. No, at no point did I think, let me just walk into the wall. Until literally, I got so frustrated, I was just like, "Well, let me just. I guess I've been everywhere else in this house. Let me just keep walking into the darkness." Uh, oh, I guess that's a door. Okay, well now I know what a door is supposed to fucking be in this game. Great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you learned video games. I learned video games, so that was like my first experience. So I started with Red Version, um, and then I got interested as I started playing more of the game. Like, what's the difference? And I looked at all of them, and that's when I became absolutely obsessed with Vulpix and Ninetales. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I can only get them on the blue version. I need ah, to go get a yeah. fucking blue version. Shit. Yep. So now I only play blue version whenever I play. But like, back in the day, like, yeah, I had started with red, but that's not the one that I love. Blue was the one that I love. Yeah, like, all my friends had red because they liked the Charizard, and that was what was on the box. Yeah, and that's the one I always wanted for the same reason. So, and I I was the one that always liked Blastoise. So, see, like, here's what I learned though for most kids, right? Everybody wanted the fucking Charizard because Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was one of those kids. Charmander was absolutely the first Pokemon that I chose. But the thing was, I was young and stupid, and I just <laughs> I didn't I didn't have the intelligence and the culture to choose Blastoise yet. But when I finally made that change, I realized that was the correct choice. It was at that moment. (laughs) (laughs) And then other kids were like, no, man. What you need to do is you start with Bulbasaur. And my answer was always, let me stop you right there. Stop talking to me. (laughs) And you step on it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I had one playthrough as a kid, like literally for like four years. I played with Bulbasaur once. And I got into a Venusaur, and as soon as it evolved into Venusaur, I'm like, well, that's the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen. And then I started over. I was like, no, yeah. absolutely not. I'm taking I, that to the for. I, I think one of my friends traded me, uh, like, the other starters at some point. Right. Because, you know, like, we all wanted to have all of them at some point. You always had like, that one guy that was like, I'll absolutely restart the game, like, 1,200 times and keep getting all the starters just to send them to everybody. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, And, like, I was, like, obsessive about, like, collecting, but I never was into, like, battling. So, like, yeah. I only traded to get Pokemon that I couldn't get in my own game. Because, like, I just always refused to restart my game. Like, I just, I had my file, and that was, like, it. That was, was my like, file. Yeah, I need yeah. to collect all of them. And, like, that's always weird to me if I go and get, like, because, like, I went and bought, like, a new copy of, like, Pokemon Blue for a... Game Boy Advance that I had for Titus to play. Yeah. Um, and it's always weird to me when you like plug in an old cartridge and you can look through somebody's existing file and it's like, how many thousands of hours did this person spend, you know, of their life in this cartridge? Um, and now I'm here deleting it. <laughs> <laughs> look at me deleting it. No, honestly, if I ever buy a used Pokemon game, um, I used to just delete the file immediately because it just felt like. It's weird to say it's a station of privacy. Yeah. Yeah. It feels that way. This was your this was your team. These were your memories. I'm I'd rather just delete them. Like I don't 
I want to know them. But now I always have to look and be like, all right, what legendaries did you get? Because I'm just going to transfer that shit to Pokemon Home real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about Pokemon Home. Let me go get that. Let me I'm just take this. Like, at some point, because I bought so many used games, I just had, like, on one of my cartridges, they're still sitting, like, a team of six Mewtwo's. Yeah. <laughs> from various yeah. games where I'm just like, yeah, I'm not giving this up. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we better wrap things up. Um, yep. But yeah, it's fun talking about Pokemon. I, I'm gonna try to play a little bit of um, a little bit of uh, Shield this week. Yeah, t- play. Please um, play some Sword and Shield. I'm still getting through the DLCs. There's still a lot of stuff I need to do in that game, and I've just not picked up my Switch much in a while. Like, um, I, I've been playing all Snap, and now that I'm through that, like. There's all the new stuff in Monster Hunter Rise that I want to check out, but like I want to play more Pokemon. Like I've it, Snap very much got me back into Pokemon. So well, and the exciting. thing is, Pokemon Sword and Shield is one of the most content-heavy Pokemon games I've ever seen. Um, I mean, it is outstanding how much shit there is to do in that game and how just good it is. Like it is up there with Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, and and Pokemon Black and White as being one of the best Pokemon games. And I know a lot of people wanted to shit on it because people are stupid. But like, I really want to talk about that game a lot more with you because that game is so fucking good. Yeah, it, it's super fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited to play more of it. So, all right, man. Well, it was fun. Um, yep. And we shall do this again soon. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a week.